you know what? They gave us a heat effect in um, Oklahoma this week because Oppenheimer blew our face away, (laughs) and then Barbie was just so hot. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the new episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. No, Chris. And today, guys... We're doing it. We're doing the biggest thing that's happened to cinema in like years. years. Yeah, for decades, real. Decades, millennia. <laughs> When's the last time you heard that people were this excited about a double feature uh, that had nothing to do with each other? I know. In, I mean, they're completely opposites. Barbenheimer was over time, guys. But the thing is, like, I, I was uh, so hardened by this. Barbenheimer. I, so, I was so happy because I was excited for our Barbie and excited for Oppenheimer. And to have people that were so excited to see both, it just bring brought joy to my heart <laughs> brought joy i mean there are so many let's see there's this movie poster uh, <laughs> there's oh here's a movie poster yep there's barbenheimer <laughs> i don't know why mr man i don't know either uh, i guess because he's atomic oh, there's barbieheimer the, the, <laughs> what else we got um oh yeah Bar- yep there we go <laughs> um up oh, there's another barbieheimer one <sighs> I mean, I did them all. I, yeah. I found everyone I could possibly find. There's uh, on Abbey Road for some reason. <laughs> did, did you did you get my post? Did you take my picture? And uh, put no, it in? I did not. Uh, uh, send it to me real quick. Okay. Well, since okay, I'll send it to you. But yeah, uh, I'll send it to uh, you. What, what's this? Oh, uh, yep, going to see Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out of that one because <laughs> it's two of your favorite yeah, movies. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's another one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's just so much. Oh, and even pro wrestling got into it. That was the funny thing. Here's an advertisement for pro wrestling of Barbie. (laughs) Like literally there is so much. So first, the first movie we were going to talk about this evening is going to be uh, the one, the only Christopher Nolan's new movie um, called Oppenheimer. With the one and only Killian Murphy. Would you like to see my mask? I use it in my experiments. Oh, probably not very frightening to a guy like you with these crazies. You can't stand it. So when did the nut take over the nut house? They So, yeah, that's from Batman Begins, I think. Or is it from yes, the- Batman Begins. In yeah. fact, I literally just watched that. Okay. I was doing the dishes and everything and had it on. You I like was Begins. Like, I know you like oh, Begins. Let's watch another Killian Murphy <laughs> <laughs> movie with Christopher Nolan. Um, then also in this movie is the wonderful um, Emily Blunt. And Daniel, if you want to roleplay, I, I only do Patty Pendergast. Oh, uh, I don't know who that is. Oh, she's an original character. She's a clumsy maid, and 
She has a catchphrase. Oopsie doopsie, I muffed it up again. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's really... Yeah, that's from uh, says SNL. <laughs> Chris got a lot of clips from SNL yeah. this week. I, we have no idea why. Yeah, I don't he know was addicted to SNL this week. Uh, all right, and then also in this movie, the great, the one, the one guy who's never been on Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon. Right. Let's do the math. Our service mission here was supposed to last 31 souls. For redundancy, they sent 68 souls worth of food. That's for six people. So for just me, that's going to last 300 souls, which I figure I can stretch to 400 if I ration. So I got to figure out a way to grow three years worth of food here on a planet where nothing grows. Luckily, I'm a botanist. Mars will come to fear my botany powers. Yeah, from the Martian. Uh, and that is, yeah, that was from um, uh, Thor and uh, Thor. No, wait a minute. That's from Deadpool 2, right? The Martian. That wasn't from Deadpool 2? No, that's from the Martian. Gosh, you should have pulled the Deadpool 2. Hey, but, but real quick question. Who's fucking Matt Damon? Who's fucking Matt Damon? Yeah. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Who was fucking Matt Damon? Um, that, that, that's it, Sarah Silverman. I'm fucking Matt Damon. I'm fu- oh, that was uh, Sarah Silverman yeah. was fucking Matt Damon. Uh, and then Jimmy Kimmel was fucking Ben Affleck. Yeah. I do like the fact that she goes, she was on fucking Matt Damon, and then Matt Damon says, she's fucking Matt Damon. He talks himself <laughs> she fucking Matt Damon. She's fucking Matt yeah. Damon. <laughs> anyway, uh, also in this movie, the wonderful, awesome, ran away from Hollywood and came back again, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> I am not responsible for you. That's it. That's enough. I can't take it, Mom. He's dead. Michael Myers is dead. What do you want me to say? That it's over? That we should try to get on with some attempt at a happy existence, Mom. Because all the shit that's going on in your head is leaking out on me, and I can't take it anymore. You told me yourself you watched him burn. I didn't exactly stay to see his ashes, George. 20 years. 20 years. Don't you think he would have shown up by now? Hi. So yeah, that's that's uh, from H- H two O. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we talked about that movie uh, on the show before. That's uh, I yeah, tried- yeah, when we did the Halloween episode, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. And then also uh, the wonderful, the magnificent, the new Black Widow herself, Florence Pugh. Hi, I'm here to get a prescription refilled. Last name Johnson, birthday August twenty fourth. Okay, for which medication? Uh, the Oxy OxyContin. It says here you are out of refills. I see you've been on them for over a year now. Your doctor is probably trying to wean you off of them. As I'm sure you know, they can be very addictive. Oh, really? I hadn't fucking heard that. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. That's from a good person. Good person. And then the last but not least, the greatest man. In fact, Christopher Nolan, even in an interview this week, said... He was the best actor to ever be put uh, uh, casted for a film because he was the perfect casting for Iron Man, the one, the only, Robert Downey Jr. That's my actual friend. He's come to pick me up. 
all the way from Dallas. Oh, good. Shotgun. Nope. Not us. Just me. We're done. And by the way, it's been a fucking pleasure. But just so my conscience is clear, let me let you know why you're not coming with us. Okay? It's not because you got me kicked off a plane and shot by an air marshal. It's not because you stood idly by as I had my ass handed to me by a handicapped hillbilly. And I am certainly not leaving you here because you almost got me killed during the most important week of my life. I am leaving you here for a far more fundamental reason. I despise who you are at a cellular level. Yeah, that's from due date. <laughs> it, no, it's not. It's from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Part it, 2. It might as well have been. Uh, also, literally what due date was. Yeah, right? and it what, what, uh, with, like a uh, lady having a baby. And Robert, Downey Jr. Said that, it's, Robert Downey Jr. said that Oppenheimer is the best movie he's ever been in. He says that too. Yes, yeah. supposedly. Okay. Anyway. We'll talk about that. Um, but a lot of people have argued that Civil War was way better. That's the best Robert Downey Jr. movie ever. <laughs> It was it was on a vote. It was on a website. Over seventeen thousand people voted, just saying. Okay. Civil Captain America: Civil War outbeat Oppenheimer. But anyway, <laughs> then then so the next movie, of course, because it is the wonderful, the awesome Barbenheimer, is of course the one, the only Barbie, featuring the one, the only stereotypical Barbie herself. Margot Robbie. And from now on, it's gonna be nothing but short, short skirts around the house. And you know something else, Daddy? Mommy is just so sick and tired of wearing panties. Oh my God. Yeah? Yeah. In fact, She's decided to throw them all away. So take a good look, Daddy. You're going to be seeing an awful lot of this around the house. Oh, baby. Yeah, Mommy. Yeah. But no touching. Oh, gosh. Ow. What's wrong, Daddy? So I thought I decided I'd give everyone a boner. Dude, I am so not allowing you to do clips anymore. Dude, you the, are the, sexualizing no, our podcast. No, listen, listen, like listen, listen. That weeks. is the scene like, that you have done so many sex jokes through <laughs> clips. That's that's the scene that Margaret Robbie got famous for, dude. One hundred percent. Like, everyone it, knew it is, it is, it is. That's why it's it. not necessary to play <laughs> on a movie where we're going to talk about Barbie. All right, fine. <laughs> anyway, fine. I love you. <laughs> You're right, man. I should have played that clip. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, coming up. Uh, also, the guy, uh, main star in the movie Barbie, Ryan Gloss. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Can't do that, David. I'm sorry. I cannot, in good conscience. Pass on an opportunity to thank that beautiful man for bringing me presents every Christmas until my parents left at a very young age. I want to meet Rudolph. <laughs> Rudolph isn't here, Gina. <laughs> then how the f did Santa get here, David? No, it's just <laughs> All right, that's that's uh, from SNL also. Oh my gosh. Um, and also. 
um, in this movie as well. One of the greats, one of the awesomes, one of the best people ever in this movie. The one, the only. I love her. I think she's one of the best actresses around. Comedic, comedic actress for sure. Comedic actress, yeah. yes. I think she's just like, anytime she's in a movie, I was like, yeah, I got to see that movie because I know at least her scene I'm going to laugh yeah. at. And that is Kate McKinnon. When you all awoke, were you clothed? Um, I was wrapped in like a robe made out of warm, glowing energy. Yeah, like a blanket made out of pure love. Yeah, a little different for me. Um, I, uh, I had my shirt I came in with, but my pants were gone. So uh, my coot coot was out. It was full porky pig in it and a drafty dome. Yeah, from SNL again, because Kim McKinnon's incredible. Yeah, and of course, the la- last but not least, and I'm guessing you definitely got a clip from Saturday Night Live from no. for this guy. Nope, nope. Wait a minute. So you got a Saturday Night I Live clip? The, I was trying to Ryan. find it. You got a Saturday Night Live clip for Kate, but you did not get a Saturday Night no, Live sorry, clip man. for the great. Will I, 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 like, you know, I was just trying to get. I was just trying to get thirty second clip. I found it though. Uh, you have to guess. Right. You have to guess where it's from though. Here we go. I'll guess definitely. Let's go. Hey, I'm about to tear you a new ass. And sew up your old ass. Okay, all right. I'm gonna punch you in the fuck! I'm gonna make you my bitch's bitch. You're gonna be my grand bitch. Yeah, you're about to get 20 likes on InstaFuck. If I see you around here again, I'm gonna put a hashtag on your ass and see how many hits it gets. Hmm? Oh my god. Hope you brought your Costco card because you're about to get dick in bulk. What if this is so dark? How does a prefix dinner of five courses of dicks sound? You eat organic? What? How about fresh, farm to table, a puree of my balls? Yeah, that's from what? Get hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what that's from. All right, and that's Barbie. Everybody, uh, you know what? Take a listen to Chris. He'll tell you where you can find us. You'll find us online at moviesdon'tsuck.net. We're at w2mnet.com. That's w number two, Amens and Movies Net. Dot com. You'll find our podcast among a bunch of other cool ones. Uh, also, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash movies on Silk podcast. We're on Twitter at NTS podcast. We're on Instagram at NTS podcast. You can find us on Patreon. You guys want to show us, throw us uh, enough money to get value mo. Go ahead and do that uh, at patreon.com slash movies on Silk. We're also on Bonfire. You can get that shirt that Neil has on right now. And, uh, and then oh, new, oh, and, and 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 the new shirt, yeah, the new barber I barber just shirt. made yesterday. Boom! Oh, wrong, wrong one. Shirt. That's the wrong shirt. That's the one I got. I crap over. Okay, uh, continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're bonfire. Search the movies on something. Some of you will find our shirts and the couple of cool things that Neil's made. And also, uh, boom! There it is. Yeah, that one right there. With See the, the atomic bomb with the the bow on top. That's I very it was cute. Adorable. <laughs> 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 uh, also, we're if you're watching this YouTube, subscribe. Watch this Facebook, like the page. And uh, if you guys want to send us an email, it's movies don't suck podcast at gmail.com or info at movies don't suck.net. And where you find podcasts, you can find movies don't suck and something new. Neil, who are we talking about? Today, we are going to give support to a place that has been helping around uh, Tulsa after the great storm mm-hmm. of June 19th, 17th, June 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, what day was it? 18th, 19th? I think it's the 19th. Was it the 19th? June 19th? Yeah, we had that same sort of thing going on at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. same storm. The 100 mile an hour winds destroyed around over here. Yeah. But a good friend of ours on the show 
is also uh, one of their employees, and that is the one, the only, Wrestle Against Hunger. Now, Wrestle Against Hunger has been doing this for years. Uh, they're located at 66th Street, North Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, what they do is uh, they're wrestling. They're pro wrestling. They are 100% pro wrestling, but guess what they also do? They fill bags of food like that for families that help them in need. If you can see, the wrestling ring's actually behind it, yeah. all that food. But they give to the people in need as they can here. Uh, Wrestle Against Hunger has many different actions and many different shows. They, they play one show a month, which I was recently just at one. Um, the next one, I believe, I'm trying to look for these thumbnails are so soft. There it is. Next one. <laughs> the next one coming up is August 12th, uh, 2023, called Summer Madness Beach Party. You can also go to Wrestle Against Hunger at Facebook.com backslash Wrestle Against Hunger where you can donate money so needy families can get fed. Um, and one of our favorite people what's, is what's one of the main wrestlers there. Yeah, Lunchador who uh, this past last Saturday was my first event I got to go to after my whole crazy elbow incident. And there I am with my, I got my elbow <laughs> thing in my hand, if you can see, but hanging out with Lunchador at Wrestling Against Hunger. So if you get a chance, if you're in the Tulsa area, go support Wrestle Against Hunger. They do help the needy here in the wonderful, wonderful area of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Find them again at www.facebook.com backslash Wrestle Against Hunger. You know what? What? I'm straight out of kingdom. <laughs> well, we're not talking about that first, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I do have, a, first... I, I do have a shirt coming saying I'm Knuff. <laughs> like, um, that's showing up. But yeah, let's... Um, yeah, first, let's talk about a mass murder that killed mil- thousands of people. Let's talk about Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, directed by Christopher Nolan. You guys know who Christopher Nolan is? I guess you've been living under a rock. He directed uh, Memento. He directed Insomnia. He directed... Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. And, uh, Inst- Interstellar. Interstellar and Tenet. Tenet. Yeah, and this is Oppenheimer. This is his uh, movie after Tenet. This stars the creepily beautiful Killian Murphy. Would you like to see my mask? Also, the just straight up beautiful in movie one. And Daniel, if you want to role play, I, I only do Patty Pendergast. We also have the always wonderful Matt Damon. Right. Let's do the math. And then we have the... Uh, yeah, by the way, then there's just Harden until the end of the movie. We have him in this movie. Mama, I am not responsible for you! I like how his voice broken that, by the way. <laughs> um, we also have uh, RDJ, Robert Downey. That's my actual friend. He's- and then, uh, of course, Florence Pugh. Hi. I'm here to get a prescription refilled. There's also tons of other people in this. Like, like I, I, I only picked the people that the I think... The list is ridiculous. Yeah. There's so many. Uh, Mech and Blair was in it. Tony uh, Golden. Alden uh, and Henry Clark. Yeah. Kenneth um, Scott Grimes. Scott Grimes yeah. is in it. Uh, freaking, there's just so many people. You're just like... And, um, Do we want to keep some of the secret? That, my friend. That, my friend. Is one of the downfalls of this movie. Oh, it's just too many people, you think? Way too many people. Like, um, th- okay, so. Oh, dude, read the storyline of this real quick. Yeah, let's read the storyline before Neil jumps into this because everybody knows um, that I'm not the hugest Christopher Nolan fan. 
<laughs> if you watch this show. <laughs> but um, we, I'll be, I'm going to give it a fair chance, and I'm going to tell you why my opinion on this movie and the opinion on this. I, I actually wrote notes. I made it so it's very specific. So you know why I'm not just bashing a bash. And you'll be probably surprised by the number I give this movie to. All right. So the storyline for this is the story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer. Right before he developed the atomic bomb that killed over 300,000 innocent people in Japan. Yeah, yeah. That works. Cause, and that's part of the crux of the movie, too. Um. <laughs> But, and so, this is okay. Yeah, you want to go that, first, that, so okay, I can like. This is mine. You go first. You know what? You know what? Yeah, definitely. I love you. You get the you get the mic. You go ahead and tell everybody what your perspective on this, because your perspective is probably going to be what ninety percent of all the critics have been saying out there for the, like the last three weeks. So go ahead and give them. Okay. I thought this movie was tremendous. I really did. Um, uh, but guys, just so you know, I did not love Tenant. Me and Neil talked about why we didn't love Tenant. Mm-hmm. It was a it was it had it had its issues sound editing. This one did not have that issues. Just sad, like thankfully, because I was really worried that we're gonna get a bunch of muffled noises and voice. The, the very talking movie. I will say that. If you guys don't like talking, don't go see this movie. If you guys don't want action, don't go see this movie because it's it's a biopic. But one of the things I really loved and probably uh, I can't get over how great two actors in this were particularly. Killian Murphy was fucking fantastic. And Robbie Downey Jr. are fucking fantastic. They're both going to get nominated. Uh, Killian for best lead and the RDJ for best supporting, right? Me and Matt Damon. I don't know. I thought they were great. I really did. Neil's upset. No, no, no. I'm I'm just biting my tongue. I'm okay. being very nice letting you continue okay. your part of this. I, I thought I, I saw an IMAX, so I saw, I guess, the way that, that – uh, Chris, it was made to be seen exactly. Yeah, I did too. I saw yeah. an IMAX as well. Yeah, and um, it was it looked fantastic. Uh, even with the uh, going through black and white and the color, like it made sense. You know, even the times it made sense. And I absolutely, I I was engrossed. I was there for three hours. I wasn't born at all. Uh, and it's I'm trying. To, I don't want to give any away because I I purposely didn't read. I didn't know about a lot a lot about J. Robert Oppenheimer. Before this movie, just knew he was the father of Tonk Bomb. But after this, you sort of see it's about him. It's about the flawed person he is and what he tried to do after, you know, before and after. And I, I thought it was, I was totally into it. Uh, now, there were times I was like, who's that guy again? What's his name again? What's his role in this? But uh, honestly, I, with the, how much I enjoyed this movie, how much I enjoyed this, that's a small gripe to pay when it comes to how how much I loved it too. Uh, Matt Damon was great. Everyone was in this great. And even like, even who had the small parts, like, like make him wear as, as Lloyd Garrison or, or even Alden Enric as Sin as Sin all that was, I was like, that's that guy. Yeah, people- that, that's that guy. Yeah, that's yeah. that guy. Yeah. What's that guy doing in this movie? Yeah. What, what's it? I didn't even know he was in this. Yeah. Like, and yeah that, I, I, I don't want to give anything away. Cause I feel like some of them are kind of like cameos. Like, Oh, they're in this. But, uh, no, man, I was totally into this. I can understand this not being someone's cup of tea. That's 100% understandable because it's long and it's talky and it's, it's, it's dense. very long. It's but very I, long. It's but I was, I was all about it. I really was. I was excited and I was, I went at 1030 AM. <laughs> That's why I saw it. And I got it at like three o'clock. And I'm like, okay, I'm really hungry. But, um, 
Man, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, it's not a perfect movie, but it's very fucking good. And um, all right. Now, you know, right, Neil's, I'm gonna jump in. Yeah, Neil's gonna jump in. All right. So, like the atomic bomb here, because if you notice, right now behind us is Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just like after the atomic bomb, oh, here's the atomic bomb. <laughs> oh, and it's hitting Hiroshima, and here it is after. All right, now. I'll get my, I'm gonna mute my, 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 my mic just in case. All right? You don't mute the, you don't you don't you don't need the mic because I want your opinion. Okay, on some sure, of this. sure, sure, sure. Because I really I really think this is a good opinion okay. mm-hmm. on some of these parts, and it's not that I'm trying to be an asshole uh-huh. for the bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, one beautiful, beautiful Ugh. camera work. But I mean, when you have uh, cameras uh, or film that it's so heavy that it's breaking cameras across all of cinema across the United States. It's part of the news stories. We'll get to that later. But uh, Christopher Nolan has cost so many theaters uh, projectors because of how heavy the film is. Oh, it's 600 pounds. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, The um, beautifully shot, beautifully shot. Killian Murphy, not going to lie. Knocked it out of the park. Looked like the bastard all to hell. Looked like that mass murdering bastard Oppenheimer, like all to hell. Um, what I did not like is that they're humanizing a mass murderer. Didn't like that, especially since he is a womanizer. It's very, very clear that he beat his kids. He no, even gave away his kids two different occasions. I don't think they're. Actually, I don't think they're glorifying the them all. I do know the history of Oppenheimer. Yeah, but I don't. I, do I don't. I don't the think they're glorifying. I think they're showing how much of a flawed human being he was. Oh, a flawed human being is a fucking understatement. <laughs> I mean, he caused mass genocide, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um. I mean, like when, um, when you're hired starting, by the, okay. okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but before I, because one, I, I'm not a fan. I, I, yeah, I love cool things from the post-apocalyptic. I like Fallout. I like stuff like that. But again, this was kind of trying to make a a guy that helped mass murder like over three hundred thousand people, ninety seven percent of them civilians. Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of hit I mean, me wrong. Like, like that means you hate Truman and all those people that. Firebomb Tokyo, right? Yeah, oh no, no, I I, I blame them all. Okay, good. I blame them all by good. any means. Good. It's not just on one guy's shoulders, believe me. But um, it, okay, so now the movie specifically, okay, uh, it started as a biopic, mm-hmm. but then it ended up being kind of like an Oliver Stone JFK trying to explain what's going on in the in the justice system kind of movie. It, it had an original natu- natural art. And I believe, and I know the movie was about Amitheimer, not exactly just the atomic bomb, but I believe if they just came to the conclusion like the bomb was the thing at the end, well, this I, movie would have been ten times no, better. No, I think they all just have an hour of just people ranting see, that made no what, sense to half the audience. Oh, okay. I mean, it's just you and I, though, right? Like you, we <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and this is it was just my this is my observation because mm-hmm. I was in a pack theater. Okay, I was in a pack theater too. You know, watching this movie, but but even a, though it's eleven thirty at night. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the thing. Man. I thought I thought the, the the court scene and the and the committee scene was important because that's. Part of Oppenheimer's story, a big no, one. No, no, no. I, I, I totally get that. It also, I, also, I, also, it shows the government trying to silence someone who has misgivings where it was made. You know, uh, like, like uh, Oppenheimer is a flawed human being, and uh, he spent the rest of his life trying to say that 
we shouldn't have atomic bombs after seeing what it did, you know? And, uh, and but but again, that doesn't excuse him for being this person. No, you know? no. Uh, but uh, but me, I, I thought it was interesting that way. Yeah, and to me, it felt like uh, certain places when actors came in, like this big swarm of people that we're talking about, <laughs> it just kind of felt like they were checking off boxes mm-hmm. in a plot, and they weren't really, it didn't feel natural. I disagree, with that. Like, I disagree with that for sure. I, I just felt like they popped up, and then all of a sudden they're here, and they're like, well, I got to say this real quick, and then disappear. Oh, so you thought like having the like this sort of camera, you're like, that's weird. This yeah, one, they're but- just like, hey, I got to be in a Christopher Nolan movie. It's like, that's what it felt <laughs> that like. That was a little weird because I saw... Pretty much A-list actors coming there for a second. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I looked at my brother, I'm like, is that who that is? You know, be like that. <laughs> because uh, they weren't on the poster. But to me, uh, I disagree with that. I, I honestly think that, I mean, it but, was it was a little long. They could cut 15, yeah. 20 minutes out of this. But then the other thing they did not mention, they did not, they never showed any pictures of the destroyed Hiroshima after being blown up. They never even show uh, any of the people who got radiation poisoning from Los Alamos where the bomb was destroyed. They didn't show any of the uh, uh, any of the radiation killings of the actual people that made the bomb. They didn't show anything that caused any harm whatsoever from the bomb. Well, I, I do think that was also probably way too not exploit that. I mean, that's, I mean, exploit it or yeah. explain it. Because not it. once in the movie did they even talk about how all these people died from radiation from working on this thing. Yeah, they, not they had, once. They, they had, didn't even they had three people. Once. They had three people die, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. It's still. And so I'm like, okay, so you're just going to ignore one of the biggest factors about the bomb. Um, now the beginning of the movie to me, uh, was good. It made, it felt like urgency was going on because you could feel his need to make the bomb and slaughter the people. Um, but after the bomb dropped, the movie just kind of slowed to a snail's pace. It kind of went from an urgency, like everything needs to happen right now. This needs to be, I didn't check my watch until after. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it felt like the first two hours, I was in it. I was there. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. I feel good. I'm here with them. I know they're about to murder 300,000 people, but hey, I am I got it. I'm here by, with the By the way, I'm not giving but there, there's a scene where he does address the things that happen to people. Unless you, oh, yeah, and then he talks about how he has no conscience about it. No, no, we're, we're showing, like... We're, I am the death eater. I am the, the death person I, I of become the world. Death, I, that's from Vishnu, by the way. It's from the Bhagavad yeah. I become death destroyer of worlds uh, because it is awful what he saw. But, but uh, again... I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it's, it's you know, narcissism. You get it. Yeah, you yeah. get it when you, you create something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're definitely narcissists. But I, I do think that, I mean, who anyone would have misgivings after making something that awful right but again mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think that they i don't think i mean even in his last interview in 1965 he still defended using it so okay I, so I, the, I have... here's here's the thing when it comes to i'm, I'm not going to military history but they had two things they're going to drop those bombs that didn't work they do operation landfall which it was estimated to kill 1 million people right operation landfall right that was the 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 estimate of what happened the deaths of everyone would be 1 million and so I, but again, I don't. I don't. I'm not a mili- I'm not a military guy. I don't believe in war. You and I both don't believe in war. So. Your dog does though. He's, he's speaking up here. Your, <laughs> no, no. your dog's like. Your dog's like. Ah, I'm in war. Yeah. No, I'm just but, but 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 um, but that's that's uh, like when we talk about 
the justification for using it. It's hard to know. But again, yeah. I, I don't think they, I think they show Oppenheimer as a fought person. And I'm not going to get in the political part yeah. of that or anything like that. But going back to the movie, mm-hmm. um, I, I, man, you're going to hate this next line because of what you said earlier. The biggest disappointment to me was Robert Downey Jr. for you? Was Robert Downey Jr. Really? Because <laughs> he started off being cynical, uh, like a shroud creature of Washington. Then all of a sudden he became like, the nemesis and sort of it, it goes from like the Manhattan project to the, um, uh, the Oppenheimer trial, uh, trying to project, uh, protect his reputation. Downey then starts to overact a bit oh. and he just overacts a little bit. And I think that's what makes him stand out out of everybody else is that he gave a little overacting into it and, um, nothing, you know, I, I just, I really, wish it would have been like a little bit better like it's just like man i liked him at the beginning but again i just think the third part of this movie the third hour of this movie if i was to watch this movie again i think the bomb goes off and i turn it off oh that's where you had yeah that's where i end it like i just i don't need that third hour at all see i to me i added to the movie it did give context to what happened afterwards and the way the world changed after that um but I, and I, I disagree with your RDJ because I honestly thought he was fantastic the whole movie, but I can understand the criticism for sure. Yeah, um, and I mean, basically to me, I think this is um, Christopher Nolan uh, wanting his Oscar. He might get it. He might get it. I'm just saying. I mean, there there are plenty of movies better than this movie, like Cocaine Bear. But, <laughs> Come on, um, dude, really? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, at least it was more honest to the story. Um, uh, anyway, I do want to, uh, so w- w- taking RDJ out of it, you like Killing Murphy. His his role was made for him. Uh, yeah, uh, and Robert Downey. I'm I'm not, I'm just saying that in the third act. Okay, Robert Downey overacted. I'm not saying the entire movie. I'm saying he was really good, and then it just the character all of a sudden went up like five levels. Like it just like went from. It just went from if you're sitting at you know if you're sitting at Waffle House and you're like yes uh, I'll take a, a waffle and some hash browns and I'll smack you in the face with you know <laughs> okay. it's like kind of it kind of went a little a little over. What were your thoughts and, on and that's uh, it. What were your thoughts on Damon in this? Oh, I loved Matt Damon because he was the he was us. Yeah. He was the nonchalant dude that was trying to figure out what the hell they're talking about and. And that's a, a thing I didn't like a little bit is because they went, they talk so fast in some scenes that when they're explaining science, and I think if they would have let it just linger a little bit or spread it out just a little bit, more people would have understood what the hell they were actually talking about. So I didn't, I didn't have that problem. I, to me, it's just I was able to take it any easier. I don't know, but I didn't have that problem. I did. Also, I'm not a scientist. I am science mm-hmm. literate. If that makes sense. Yeah, I am too. I'm very. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, but I'm very science literate. Um, what, Emily Blunt was great in this. I thought she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Emily uh, Blunt was great. Florence Pugh was amazing. Oh my god, I love Florence Pugh in this. Not just because she's naked. <laughs> it's only because she got naked. You no, no, sick <laughs> no, dude. She was great in this. So, <laughs> like, uh, like I thought uh, some people would think her character. Are was... Are you wrestling with your family? No, uh, no, not to. I know. I know she was in that. Um, I, I was now, fighting with yeah, your family anyway. Yeah. Uh, I thought some of the things that she was unnecessary. I thought she was totally necessary for the film. 
I thought 100% she was necessary to make this film work it the way it did. Uh, Josh Hartnett didn't notice him to the end. So, so happy to see it was. Um, did and you- her, um, Florence's Pew's uh, story, too. Uh, I, I know about this part as yeah. well. Um, man, I can't even say it because it's a spoiler. It's yeah. a spoiler for the movie. So, never mind. So, yeah. um, th- there's some stuff around her. That I'm just like, oh, come on, Nolan. Yeah, Nolan. That, so it's you should have pointed that out. It's a, also this this is I want to say this is written, it was based on a book uh by by Kyber Norton Sherwin and Nolan optioned it for a movie. Uh because that's what they basically tells uh, there here's what it is. Wait, no one wrote this, and um, I decided read this today. He wrote the color scenes were subjective and and mm-hmm. the black and white scenes were objective. Right. Yes. So, so you see the the black and white scenes are basically. And he wrote it all in first person. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Now the yeah. uh, the objective scenes are basically the facts, no bias whatsoever. Right. Mm-hmm. No one way the other. Color is sort of like no one's being artistic and showing the the shit that how he would have done it, how he saw it in his head. To me, I thought Oppenheimer. Was, I like I said, I thought it was tremendous. I loved most of it, and. uh now I said that it's not a perfect movie, but it's something that is Oscar worthy. If it won Best Picture, I'd be totally fine with it, and I'd be happy. But I do also want to see what the I mean. Other nominees are. Uh, there's other movies I think should win Best Picture this year, but you know, <laughs> yes, I. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I isn't. Are you gonna say it's Barbie? Because I'm gonna be upset if, if you say that. Because I, I oh, definitely Barbie. I, I have two things to say uh, at the end of this episode. I want to do. I want to give my. I guess I, I want to do versus. I'm going to talk about movies and what they meant for me after that. But honestly, this movie, it, it, it is, it has both these movies actually have reasons why I love movies and both these movies. Yes, exhibit. It, it, by any means, it's by any means. Um, I watched it once. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Probably never watch it again. Oh, I'm going to watch this again as soon as I can. No, 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 no. I've already watched Barbie three times. I know you have. But... I know you have. I knew you would. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have not watched Barbie three times. I only watched it the once. You want to watch it three times? <clears throat> uh, all right, let's get some quotes, and then we'll get our uh, ratings okay. going. Uh, Prometheus stole fire from the gods and gave it to man. God doesn't play dice. Ever get the feeling our kind is not welcomed? You mean here? You mean like physicist? <laughs> you just needed to get laid. That's all. I won't lie, live my life around to make a mistake. Theory will only take you so far. Hey, you knocked her up? Yeah, you can't keep a good man down. <laughs> you see, behind the world we live in, there is a price to pay for that. Why don't you have a Nobel Prize? <laughs> Oppenheimer couldn't run a hamburger stand if he wanted to. <laughs> Tell him to go shit in his hat. <clears throat> you don't know scientists like I do. They hold grudges against anyone who questions them forever. Yeah, 100%. That's actually 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about a man who has killed communists with his own bare hands. They won't fire it till they understand it, and they won't understand it until they use it. You're the great salesman of science. You can convince anyone of anything, even yourself. 
three years, 4,000 people, $2 billion, a bomb will go off. The world will remember this day. Mr. President, I feel like I have blood on my hands. No burden of proof. What more do you want, mermaids? In this country, you should not hold trial of someone who gave his honest opinion. Do people need a reason to do the right thing? Now it's your turn to live with the consequences. And that's it. Okay, so uh, my score on this is a 4.5. Uh, I thought it was tremendous, like I said. And it's... I. I know you you have disagreements with the last part of the movie, but to me, I thought it was necessary. They're going to tie in the... Because it's timely in that aspect of, one, the war happening, and also people being misjudged for, for views they may have held or were close to. So I thought it was... I thought I thought no one did great by adding that. But um, 4.5 for me, I thought it was tremendous. Uh, Neil, what's your score? Uh, 4.0. Oh, it nice. is a great movie. I, I have my problems with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little long, and I really think some parts of it were just made for the fact to be Oscar-worthy. But I, it was still a good movie. You Is know, it your favorite? If I, took my personal feel, if I took my personal feelings aside about the guy being a genocide maniac yeah. uh, that murdered thousands of people, um, and I mean all the scientists involved, and I understand it's that whole theory of uh, oh Jeff Goldblum said it best. Sometimes you know you do things just to see if you could do them, and maybe you should thought, should we yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. So, so um yeah no it could yeah gotcha right. I know what you mean yeah we well, said you know exactly what I mean yeah and yeah, yeah. And, and and so that that's my only problem I I, I just. Like if you're gonna make a biopic, make it off of someone good. <laughs> like, I think I think I think me no one was was interested in the complicated. He read a book. And he, he read a book and he liked yeah, the book yeah. so well. That's that's what got him started. I, I believe me. I I have 100 uh, percent looked at so many things in the last three days to try to get my opinion on this the right way. Okay. Um. So I'm on RunToMeals.com. Uh. What is the audience score no. for? Yeah, I am. What's the audience score for Oppenheimer? 87. 92%. 92%. And there's audience says, uh, says, Oppenheimer is an intelligent movie about an important topic that's never less than powerfully acted and incredibly entertaining. Okay. Now, I'm on the critic score. What's the critic score for Oppenheimer? Mm, 96. 94. So pretty close okay. to the critics. So pretty close to the audience, which is kind of weird. But here we go. Critics consensus is Oppenheimer marks another engrossing achievement from Christopher Nolan that benefits from Murphy's tour de force performance and stunning visuals. Yeah, I, I, by the way, I was really impressed that there was no CGI in this. I thought that was incredible. And um, to me, uh, Nolan is a art house director with commercial appeal. I think he does that, that and that's why he. Yeah. That's why I think he lies so I close mean, to the audience. This when one. you watch a Christopher Nolan movie, you can basically tell it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. It, so, it's it's like Wes Anderson at this point. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a good review and a bad review because I've been liking to do that, right? So this is from Max Weiss of the Baltimore Magazine. She says, "Thanks to Nolan and Murphy, we see the full Oppenheimer. Neither monster nor savior, victim nor villain, but in the end, just a man. 
Okay. And then this is from, uh, that, that's uh, four out of four. This is from, uh, this next one's from Terry McNamara of Common Sense Media. Like J. Robert Robert Oppenheimer, no one is a genius. And also, like Oppenheimer, he made me too close to his subject matter to realize he lost the thread. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. So that's, that, that was two out of five. I, I stand by my score. I know Steel stands by his, but Mm -hmm. we both say this was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, by any means, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan did his best. Uh, at least this time, um, you know, the end of the movie wasn't the beginning of the movie, and the beginning of the movie wasn't the end of the movie, and the end of the movie wasn't the beginning of the middle of the end of the movie. You know, at least it wasn't like that. Like, four of his movies? How many movies? Three movies that he did that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but I did, yeah, it, uh, did you stay till the end for the post credit scene? There was no credit scene. Where Nick Fury shows up. up and tries to recruit up and <laughs> stop. <laughs> he messaged me that there's there's no don't don't stay at the okay. end. Okay, so um, I do want to mention um uh, I want to mention uh, the podcast that gives a shout out earlier this week. Uh, cool kegs on tap. They uh give us a shout out, so I want to give a, a shout out to Cool Kegs on Tap. You guys can find them on Spotify. They're a very funny podcast. So. Yes, they are, by any means. If you guys ever have a chance, uh, go and check them out. Uh, they talk about all the beers, all the beers, and how to make the beers, and <laughs> no, how the beers are that. made. But it's Cool no, Kicks and Tap. They uh, they do like really funny skits, like think like 2000s yeah. Stern stuff, and then they yes, also they have do. Like, they, they do some really good funny stuff. Yeah, so, and uh, by any means, go over, take a look. It's in a book. It's a reading rainbow. Yeah. Cool Kegs on Tap. Check that out on Spotify. All right. Uh, Neil, are you still playing news? Do, oh, I am, but I, I got a hundred of them. Okay. So I actually have seventy four news stories. Oh, man, I don't know if we'll be able, we'll see. You'll... No, we're no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm cutting half of them. Okay. Right. <laughs> this is the movies that don't suck and some of the news. I'm gonna read stuff to Chris because he's illiterate, and hopefully he can get through it without being stressed out. We'll see. We'll see. All right, right off the back, let's talk about the two saddest things of the entire week. Let's just get it down mm-hmm. and over the back. Uh, two uh, vocal legends, like, I know this has nothing to do. I mean, they're and then we, We'll talk about them. We'll talk about them. We got to. Yeah, yeah, but but um, Tony Bennett, the legend himself, passed away. 20 Grammys over the course of 70 years, passed away last yeah, week. He, he was 96 or 98, something like that? What was it? What was 96 it? years okay, old. Yeah, 96. And then um, someone passed away yesterday at the age of 56. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor, the first one to warn us about the Catholics yeah. and the priest, and nobody listened to. Uh, she was, yeah, <laughs> Instead, yeah. they, they banned her and chastised her, and she yeah. was the one that's like, no, no, they're bad. Yeah, they're yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but, rest, um, rest in peace, Sinead. I know she had some mental health issues, so I just. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, to this day, let's just be honest, one of my favorite. I mean, nothing compares to you written by Prince, given to her. She knocked it out of the fucking part. You know, yeah. hopefully they're singing it together and whatever, you know, afterlife they all believe in. Yeah. Um, now, another sad news. All the movies are getting moved to 2024. <sighs> uh, Aquaman 2 uh, is getting moved to 2024. The Color Purple is now getting moved to 2024. Uh, Dune Part 2. Is now getting no, moved to really? 2024. Fuck. All these movies, because of the strike, yeah. uh, strike is all getting pushed back. Uh, they don't have exact dates yet, but it is very clear that because of this, they have to move all these movies back because of certain, I don't know if they got to do reshoots. Um, 
but there might be a bunch more coming up in the next week or so. We're probably going to be able to catch up on all the movies yeah, yeah, we missed I'm about this now. year. I'm thinking we're gonna we're gonna have to do some streaming weeks, bro. Because yeah, yeah. literally all the movies. And are then what? And then what's happens? We're gonna be overloaded. <laughs> you know, like when? Yes. Yeah, <sighs> that sucks. Yeah, so sad for that. I'm sorry. And um, here's more bad news. Yep. Um, over 11 cinemas had replaced their projectors. 11 cinemas had to replace their million-dollar projectors because of open hammer was too heavy of a film. <laughs> I see. I I, 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 I forgot they used film for this because I I assumed that IMAX was just digital. Like they just did, yes. but apparently IMAX still uses film in some places. So, yeah. So uh, I can't, uh, all the locations, it was reported on X, uh, you know, the, the mm. new social media, Twitter, yeah. Twitter is now X, I guess, if you don't know. Yeah. Also talking about Omenheimer real quick, uh, nudity in it that you see has been censored in other countries. That makes sense. They they give them CG dresses and stuff like that. Um, uh, censored version of Heimer is being showed in several countries, including like India, China, and uh, other countries uh, of, of the East, uh, Middle Eastern theaters as well, you know, uh, don't show nudity as well. So there's a bunch of them. And they even showed a picture where she's in a dress and scene where obviously she is not in a dress. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah. sorry for them. Yep. Braun Studios, uh, co-financer of the movie Joker and uh, Licorice Pizza, has filed bankruptcy. Oh. They are closing the doors. They are part of all the new pizza. Yes. Um, Having explored many options for many months, Braun had no choice but to take the step in the light of its financial uh, circumstances. The last few years have been incredibly difficult for Braun, and things have only gotten more complicated over the past months. COVID uh, was a main factor in this. Oh, COVID? Okay, interesting. So, yeah, because, well, I mean... I mean, you're talking years. It's still only like a year or two from COVID, bro. Okay, and it's a theater. It's a it's a studio. I mean, they get money from the theaters. And let's just be honest. I still haven't. Besides this weekend, I think was the first time I was in a movie that was super packed. Yeah, it's, it's crazy um, how packed the theater. So I went to Screenland, and it was it was filled to the brim. I went to the the AMC in the following morning, filled to the brim. I haven't been movies packed yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah, and to be honest, let's just be honest, this strike isn't helping anything whatsoever anywhere. Because, like, let's think, San Diego Comic-Con was this past weekend. You know how much news I have from San Diego Comic-Con? Zero. Like, little to none. Yeah. Little to none. Like, I have some, but not Yeah, actors are not going to come out and support the, the industry that's not treating the No, correctly. there's a lot of people yeah. that did not. Yeah. Uh, the Continental uh, will be from the world of John Wick. His official date release is on going to be on the Peacock Cock Cock. It's going to be on the Peacock Cock Cock. Uh, the Continental from the World of John Wick will premiere on Peacock on September 22nd, followed by the release of Night 2 uh, on December 29th and Night 3 on October 6th. It is a three part event that will explore the origin behind the iconic hotel. I love that. That little background on John uh, Wick. Also, uh, I have a John Wick, another John Wick story. Where's that at? 
John Wick uh, 4 in theaters in other countries is not called John Wick 4. What's it called? John Wick Consequences. Interesting. Consequences. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish I wish we wouldn't have numbered them over here. <laughs> I wish we would just, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's cool. Um, Trancers, a TV series from the 1980s, uh, is getting a reboot. Now, this is stuff I've been trying to say for, for what, the four years we've been doing this, five years, whatever, how many years we've been doing this damn podcast. I literally have been saying this for years. Get something that no one remembers and reboot that shit. <laughs> and make Stop it good. rebooting the stuff we like. Give something else a chance. All right? Get in there. Get stuff. Um, now, um, uh, where, where is it at? I had a whole description of what Transfers was. was now, it, was Helen Hunt was in the original. It was a side. Transfers is a full move franchise and it's been left hoping for another sequel for was hoping for 20 years. So transfer was a movie in 1984. Uh, Tim Thomerson taking on the role of Jack death, a police trooper uh, from the 23rd century who specialized in hunting down transfers, people who were trained in violent mindless zombies by psych villain. Deeth had to travel back into 84 to bring the villain to justice. And then the next movie transfers Two, was until 91. So it went from 84 to 91 And then um, uh, part three was in uh, 92, part four was in 94, 95, 95, but part six wasn't until 2002. And then Transfer City of Los Angeles was in 2013. So literally this is a series that I've never heard of. Yeah, neither either. Yeah. And I'm really into a lot of stuff. But, hey, man, I yes, give me stuff I haven't really heard heard of give stuff that the public hasn't really heard of reboot that stuff stop doing all that stuff all right so um little people is it little people yeah yeah is that the word Mm -hmm. little people yeah uh are fucking pissed at all of hollywood and uh we're talking wee man's come out we've talked we're talking um uh, peter dinklage the dink has come out um also uh bradley williams stand-up comedian has come out because dwarves are gone for movies. Oh, we yeah. got the new Willy Wonka movie coming up, yeah. which is a CGI figure of Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. We have um, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which the Seven Dwarfs are now going to be played, ma- are all going to be magical, regular-sized beings. Mm-hmm. And they're pissed because they're like, dude, you're taking away jobs from us, yeah. <laughs> from you know, from uh, d- dwarf actors mm-hmm. or little people actors. I'm sorry if I said dwarf and offended anybody, um, but it's what they said. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, sorry, guys, but uh, maybe not do that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, let's talk about something cool. Jamie Foxx yeah. is out in the eye again after his, his massive accident. Uh, that still has not been explained what exactly happened, but he's in the limelight again, and he wants to explain why. He explained, I cannot even begin to tell you how far it took me and how it brought me back. I went through something that I thought I would never, ever go through. I didn't want to see myself like that, and I didn't want 
to see me. I wanted people to see me laughing, having a good time, partying, cracking a joke, doing a movie, television show. I just didn't want them to see me with tubes running out of me, trying to figure out if I was going to make it through. But I did go through hell and back. My rotor recovery had some potholes, but I'm coming back and I am able to work now. That's awesome. Uh, and, and also, we, we don't watch. We don't, <laughs> uh, we don't watch that movie that came out on Netflix that I didn't know came out till like last week. Which one's that? The Jamie Fox movie, uh, the Colin Tyrone. Oh, we'll, we'll look it up. We'll see. We'll okay. see. We'll we'll figure it all out. Okay. All right. Um, also, uh, Todd McFarlane has given an update. Uh, we're in the middle of strike, so I'm not going to promote anything. He's updating, of course, the new Spawn movie yeah. starring. Jamie Foxx. Nice. Um, I'm, uh, but invention things are happening. Then you're publishing the boulder. It, uh, we're in 90% completion mode to start the movie. You're right, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about, I almost, I almost like uh hiccup and belch at the same time. Are you time still, are you there, still, right? you're still not drinking right now? No, no, I'm not drinking. I'm, I'm just water. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so he's trying to figure out when he's going to be able to do it. Who knows? Yeah, Teenage she... Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem Can't wait for has this. already already has sequels planned and is starting a new series on Paramount Plus. All together, we're watching with this. The, right? All the people, we're watching this. Right? Oh, damn straight, we're okay. watching. Yeah, we're going to watch Ninja Turtles. Yeah, dude. Okay. believe me, if you knew how many Ninja Turtles I owned as a kid, oh dude, I was a Ninja. You wouldn't even ask that. I was a Ninja Maniac. Been, that, that was a. Dope I was. Question. I was Ninja Maniac. I, about all of them. Yeah. About all of them. Yeah. I had the blimp. Do you remember the big ass blimp? <laughs> yeah, there's this big ass blimp toy that was huge, and my friends would love to come over and playing it. Uh, also, Paramount Plus, because I think Paramount Plus was one of the only people that showed up to the Comic Con, and that's why we got news. Uh, Paramount Plus is said, uh, boss says they're going to do a sequel to Dragon uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but they're going to make it a little cheaper than what that was. That's okay. Yeah, because Dungeons and Dragons is a story based uh, game. Mm-hmm. It's a story you make up, imagine in your head. Me and Chris know this. Me and Chris, that's how we met. Is through D and D. It's the fate system, but whatever. It's still D and D. Yeah, still is tabletop, very very like, close related D and D. And uh, I'm playing D and D right now. So what? But uh, you know, yeah, the it is story based. Honestly, one percent. There are mm-hmm. also stories that that uh, they put out dungeon master guides for that. For certain stories, for um, D&D's. we got one. We had we have, I mean, when we li- when I lived in Kansas City, I had one of the best dungeon masters ever. Uh, rest in peace, Jeff Shouts. He's alive. Uh, <laughs> Jeff is still alive. I know, I know. I just haven't heard from him. Uh, guys, you guys want to also uh, anyway. listen to Meat House? He does a podcast about me called the Meat House. So listen to that too. Yep, yeah, great guy, great guy. Um, Borderlands, the movie, is finally getting a release date. Finally. Uh, August 9th of 2024. Uh, this is the movie star studded cast such as Kate Blanchett, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jack Black's in it. Like, uh, who else is in this damn thing? I remember there's like a long list. Remember? Mm-hmm. There's like a long list of actors in it. I just can't remember who mm-hmm. all. I'll, I'll hear this. Yeah, Kate Blanchett, Jack Black, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Gina Jerson, Mad. Oh, uh, Arena. Gosh, dang it. I'm trying to look at these, but they, they got the names of who they are playing. But anyway, it's a huge list. It's going to be great. We know it will. You know it will be great. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Oh, Bobby Lee's in it. Mad Mod. Uh, yeah, Gina Gershon. Kevin Hart's in it. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, 824 delays, uh, problematic theatrical release, and amid ongoing strides, the uh, Tillid uh, Sweeten Nightmare Boss uh, that was going was set for release in August is now being pushed back. Uh, they don't have an exact date yet, but it's being pushed back amid the strikes. Uh, Indiana Jones is getting sued. Why? Because there is a backpack company that says he was carrying their backpack. Uh, where is the name of the company? Forest River, uh, Frost River, uh, says that the backpack he was wearing was a bag that was basically just their tags ripped off. Huh. And redone that he was carrying throughout the entire movie. And they're like, hey, dudes, you can't do that. Yeah, I guess, I you mean, I guess, man, like, uh, I have no, uh, like, I don't remember even the backpack he was wearing, so. But I guess it was in there. I, mean, I, right. I, I don't, I don't not believe the company, you know. But I guess if it's what they're suing for, honestly. Let's see. Okay, um. The director um, of ba- of the Flash gives the, finally gives the reason why Batman was retired. He was retired because he ac- he actually had to pick up a gun and kill somebody, mm. and that's what drove him mad. The way he was in the movie. Um, boo doo doo. Let's see where else are we? Um, the Exorcist Believer sequel uh, has gotten a release date. Have you as seen the well. preview for that? Oh yeah! yeah dude, oh yeah! Dude. April 18th, 2025 is when that will land. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Uh, Deceiver is August 20th. Okay, what is the date for the new one then? Oh, I hate when they do this shit in fucking articles. Yeah, three of them. Yeah, three new episodes coming out. October 13th, 2023 will be the Believer. And then the second one, Deceiver. Uh, which will be the third one installment in this movie will be April eighteenth, twenty twenty five. Yeah, so, I mean, we're definitely going to see the new Exorcist movies. Yeah, I'm about about I'm about them. They might suck though. I don't know. Uh, people are saying that the movie that should win the Oscar next year is David Fincher's The Killer, starring Michael Fassbender, it's not, yeah. saying that it is. It is very violent, but says it is probably one of the best movies ever put together in history. What? Uh, it is one of the highest rated. Yes, absolutely. It's based on a French graphic novel, and the film is very violent. It's breathtaking from beginning to end. Michael Fashbender is fantastic and deserves an Oscar nomination. When's this coming out? When can we see it? Uh, we can see it. I don't know, man. It doesn't say that. Of course it doesn't say that. Uh, oh, November, November 10th. 10th. Yeah, November 10th. Yep, November 10th. I'm excited, man. Super, super excited. Now that I found Killian, out. out. Yeah. Killian Murphy wants to be Ken if they make a Barbie 2. Uh, yeah, he's 46. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, the late actor Jason David Frank, you'd know him as the Green Ranger or the mm. White Ranger from the mm. Power Rangers show. Tommy. His last movie. Tommy. Tommy, yeah. uh, his last movie called The White Dragon, oh, The Legend of the White Dragon, uh, will be come, hitting theaters in 2024. Um, now, I was looking around the movie. Uh, I saw the trailer, and I'm trying to figure out uh, if I can remember now who the hell was all in it. But there was, like, a list of people, like, oh, Michael uh, Madison. Um, there's more than this. People. Michael Madison was I can't in remember that? everybody that was cool. in it. 
But in the in the trailer, I I saw it and I was just like, I know that person. I know yeah. that person. I know that. it was like, okay, yeah, I know these people. So that's coming out in 2024. We'll review it, even though even though it looks like it, it's kind of a B action movie. Okay, we'll review it. Let's give it to Jay. We'll okay. give it to Jason David okay. Frank. One last look. Sure. Um, James Gunn says, "Shut the fuck up." He's not doing a Justice League movie. That's uh, it. Are you fine with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. He's doing what he's doing. He, dude, he's got a whole universe to play with. He's having fun. And you love, I know you love, I know you love James Gunn. So, also, um, someone robbed a iconic statue from the Beetlejuice set, and the Vermont State Police are <laughs> trying to find them. When they robbed. Uh, Vermont State Police recently revealed that Tim Burton's upcoming Beetlejuice 2 experienced some unexpected losses after props from the set. The highly intense sequel was stolen by thieves. The outlet noted that, in addition, a 150-pound statue, the offenders <laughs> also took a lamppost, the feature of a pumpkin decoration. Um, they're not saying exactly what the statue was of, but... <laughs> so do you know if, you get, if it's done filming yet? No, it's not. Oh, so it's the, one of the movies the, that went on with hiatus, right? God damn it. All right. I just want to see uh, it. God damn it. Now, the action in the new um, Mortal Kombat is 100, 100% based off the violence from Kill Bill. Oh, nice. Interesting. Now, um, the... Uh, Producer Bennett Walsh, uh, he's the one that's been doing the writing. He did also kill Bill. Bennett's not someone who spends a lot of time talking about himself, but is really, really important to this movie. So Bennett worked on Kill Bill, and he knows about blood and knows about ratings and stuff like that. So he was really important and really helped the team collaborate where we needed to be. So, yeah, he's the one that talked and put him in the right place for the right time. All right. Yeah. Nice times. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, makes sense. DC Studios announced new Watchmen and Crisis on Infinity Earth animated movies will be coming out in the near future. Uh, they will be, they're all aimed for about that 2025 time. I mean, it takes time to draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be mad. It'd be mad. So, AMC would like you to know that they stopped the better seating tickets. Oh, yeah, I noticed that, by the way. Yeah, it's um, it a little classic. I thought. I mean, me and you, we don't even worry about it because we're AMCA listeners. But everyone mm -hmm. else, yeah, yeah, they were like, "What the fuck?" Well, everybody, there's a lot of back ring on it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, and, hopefully, the you know movies like Barbie, Barbenheimer, they keep them going. You know, like they bring. Oh, talking about Barbie, Barbie uh, crashed Rotten Tomatoes website by <laughs> the huge amount of uh, mega or MAGA. Or one oh, of the Red Hat people, yeah. all that went there because Ben Sharpo did ben that Shapiro, little forty-five yeah, minute Shapiro. review about yeah, wishing it down. Fuck that guy. And um, so therefore, the rating on Rotten Tomato isn't correct by the audience sort of point. Yeah. So I don't even know what to say. Uh, Paul Mascal, the reason he was cast in Gladiators because the um, director saw him shirtless and saw girls woo about him. Um, <laughs> really, Scott saw that. I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Um, Barney the movie is now going to be more of an adult movie because you know Mattel is going to be putting out like forty-five movies yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I know. As we said, but it's going to be pointed more towards adults and not towards. It's going to be off-kilter adult story, is what they said. 
Okay. I mean, Barbie was PG-13, so it's not necessarily a kid's movie. It's going to be more like being John Malkovich or adaption. Adaptation, yeah. I mean, that's Charlie Kaufman, both of them. I guess I get that, yeah. And last but not least, the best story, I think, because this shows humans being bros. Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has made the single largest donation to SAG AFRTRA Foundation Leaf. They will not talk about how big it is, but it's over nine figures. See, when you said this at first, you said Dane Dwarf Johnson made it as like the biggest pizza ever? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. He has been, he has supported the strike for for the writers and the actors and gave one of the largest donations. Now, Sag, what they'll do is the actors, not like the Tom Cruises or the Dwayne Johnsons, the actors that are like, you know, you see in the back of like an episode of Friends, yeah. getting coffee. Those people, that they will support and help pay bills and stuff like that oh, yeah. for the actors like who are out of work during like the that. strike. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah. Oh, you know what? I totally forgot. Um, Barbie has totally annihilated Dark Knight. I oh, forgot yeah. about yeah. that. I know you're happy about that. I know you're happy about that. I am happy about that. That's the news. Let's get to it. Let's get to the main attraction. The one, the only, Barbie the movie. That was the movies don't suck and something news. I told Chris some stuff. He did not beat me up because he's in Kansas City and I'm in Tulsa. That's true. Otherwise, you have two black eyes and I have three. All right, Barbie. (laughs) Directed by Greta Gerwig. Sure, did such things as Lady Bird. You remember Lady Bird? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, did she make up for that? Did she, are you uh, okay with her now? Mm, we'll think about it. Okay. She directed Lady Bird. She directed, um, oh, shit, sorry. I don't. I should have this stuff pulled up right away. Uh, God damn it. Uh, she directed Lady Bird, The Little Women. That got on her best picture. Nights and Weekends. And now this is her highly anticipated. Uh, hey, you're putting on your pink shirt. Uh, highly anticipated. Barbie. This is also written by Gregory and Noah Baumbach, her partner, who Noah Baumbach's written and directed. Noah Baumbach's great. I love him. He's, he's done things like, you know, the Squid and the Whale. Uh, yeah, you're a Squid story. and a Whale. Okay, the stars. <laughs> the stars Margot Robbie as a Barbie. And from now on, it's gonna be nothing but short, short skirts around. And um, Ryan Gosling as Ken. No. No. Uh-uh. Can't do that, David. I'm sorry. I cannot, in good conscience. Okay. Also, Issa Rae as Bar- Barbie. Kate McKinnon as Barbie. When you all awoke, were you clothed? Um, I was wrapped in, like, a robe made out of warm, glowing energy. Yeah, like a blanket made out of pure love. <laughs> Yeah, a little different for me. Um, I uh, I had my shirt I came in with, but my pants were gone. Also, Harry, Harry, uh, Alex, Alexander Ship is Barbie. Okay, Nike's Barbie. Harry Neff is Barbie. Sharon Rooney is Barbie. Anna Cruz Kanye is Barbie. Bunch of Barbies. Dulip is Barbie in this too. This also stars Will Ferrell as as the CEO of Mattel, right? Hey, I'm about to tear you a new ass. <laughs> um. Man, uh, Sima Wu plays Ken. Uh, there's some Kens I don't want to give away, right? Because I, I think yeah. 
and there's Definitely also don't get also as Michael Sears and this is says Alan, which is a bizarre character. I think once you need to swear on for Barbie. Alan is suffering because Barbie and Ken doesn't give a shit that he exists. I don't think poor that's... Alan is just sitting here the whole time. Uh, these two... Oh, uh, sorry, wrong storyline. Wrong storyline. <laughs> Barbie suffers a crisis that leads her to question her world and her existence. I so, guess it's the best one. Yeah, yeah. So it's. I'm trying to like so you don't know Barbie lives in Barbie Land, right? Um. And Neil's just showing off the the shirt that he made. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I hope you. Oh, I clicked on the wrong thing. I bet. What are you, what are you trying to show? Just nothing. Okay. Go ahead. So Barbie, this is a very very fun movie. Very fun movie, right? This movie is not just fun; it is educational. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it okay? Very educational, okay. and because of that education. People are pissed. Oh, are you talking about Shapiro's pissed? Are you? No, like all of the Republican Party is pissed. Oh, (laughs) okay. So, guys, Barbie uh, Land, Barbie's a. It. I'm. I'm trying to think about this. We put this because it's. It's a bizarre concept. Barbie was in Barbie Land. No, no, no. It's uh, the best way to put this is Barbie is in Barbie world, which in Barbie world, all the Barbies run everything because that's how Barbies are. You go buy a Barbie. It's it's, you know, it's a physicist Barbie or Dr. Barbie or, you know, everything. And Kins are just there. (laughs) (laughs) And. But then when they come to the real world and a kid learns about the patriarchy, (laughs) patriarchy. God, I love that part. This movie is hilarious. It's it's so funny. Uh, it is hilarious, and it is very insightful. And it, and if you watch this movie and don't have a sense of humor about it, it's because you're the one causing the problem they're talking about. Yeah, so it's, it's also... It's touching at points. You know, it's also... It's also it's gonna make you smile, like and that's what we want. It's gonna make you smile. It's gonna make you laugh. It's gonna make you rethink your entire existence on the planet Earth, <laughs> which a good movie should. Do. Yeah, yeah. It should. You should question. You should question something when you walk out of the gate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's clever. It's got jokes to me only you and I or adults would get. And so it's it's. I think it's geared more towards adults for sure. Wouldn't you say so? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of, I mean, there's this whole scene uh, about um, how Ken is only, he, he knows how to beach. He knows how to beach real well. Yeah. And he's going to beach it out. Yeah. And and then Barbie's like, neither one of you should beach it out. I'm going to beach you soon. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was probably one of the, the biggest people howling in the theater. But it's... Mm-hmm. It's, oh my God! There's so many different little like my, my, I, the theater I was in, man. People were just hooping, hollering, and having a great time. Yeah, that's time. that's what you want from this movie. Uh, it it has it has the thing. It's a subversive way of telling a Barbie story. So, like you, when you go in and you go in blind, you'll get and you'll come out completely different, thinking what this story is about. And that's why they had Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach write this thing because it's a different way to tell it. And it, it, and there's so many different surprises and stuff. There are some things that I, 
I thought were like like Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. All right, I love Will Ferrell, um, but I don't think they. I feel like some of the things with him was like reshoots. Like they're like, hey, uh, we didn't get enough of Will Ferrell in this. Let's go back. And- yeah, I thought, that was, I thought he was a little shoehorned in there. Almost not needed, really. Yeah, almost not needed. Almost not needed. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rhea Perlman pops up at one point, and mm-hmm. she was great in her role, which was amazing. I love Rhea Perlman. Um, there's so many cameos of random people. Uh, there's one of them I won't talk about because it's super <sighs> – Super, it's super, and it, super. I fucking died laughing when it happened. I know what you're talking about. Laughed so yeah, hard, I did too. and then I went and found out the story behind why the person cameoed sure. in the movie, and that made it even ten times better <laughs> than what it was. Yeah, but I, I, I can't uh, recommend this movie enough to people unless you're like, especially Republican. I guess I don't know what you have. I don't know that I have, why they have a problem with it. I mean, it's just empowered women, uh, you know, like that's are, the problem they have, Chris. Uh, Did you just? It's just empowering women. Yeah, I mean, these are the same people that didn't want women to vote. Yeah. You know, like you said, they didn't want them to own property. Remember? Yeah, yeah. it's it's just it just I I I Ben Shapiro is a piece of shit. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Um, but it's not just him in general. It's just seriously. Um, so many people, like the people that had a problem with this was like, no, that didn't happen at all. And it's like, uh, dude, yeah, it did that. That's what we did to women. We men suppressed, like sometimes I hate being a middle-aged white guy. It sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks so much. It sucks so much because, well, no, no, I I gotta say it's, I recommend it highly, I guess, because we've gotten we get we get things for good. We get things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. I get that. We get that. We get all the. But it, you know, I, I feel shitty for it. I do. I definitely feel yeah, shitty for it. Like really, it's it's bullshit. Anyway, yeah, but did Wolfville remind you a little bit of Mugatu in this one? Just his character. What? Did he remind you a little bit of Mugatu in this one? Wolfville's character. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um. But uh, there's pin, there, Ken versus Ken was a very very big part, and there's a whole part of um, Ryan Glossing as God. Ken. That's why he's my he favorite was, part of the movie. He's my favorite part. He of the movie. he was just he killed it. Oh, dude, he, he killed it. Uh, there's part where he's like, "Oh, I'm sad, Ken," and you're like, "Oh, he's sad. Um, he's sad, Ken." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Douchebag, Ken," and. It was like, yeah, douchebag Ken sucks. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was smiling through most of this movie. I was also close to crying at points, uh, but it's. Oh, dude, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. There was a tear that came down my cheek at one point where I was just like, like uh, I can't remember exactly what it, which what it was, but it was. Uh, there was a part where I was just like, that's sad. <laughs> what the fuck did we do? Uh, yeah, but the but the movie is. It's great, and we need more movies like this in the theater. Like, like honestly, something this original because people would think people both these movies, Oppenheimer and this movie, were very original. Uh, we, you right. know, and these weren't IPs beforehand. Like, this wasn't not, not talking shit, but this wasn't a Marvel movie. This wasn't a DC movie. These are completely separate, and they've exploded the fucking box office. And this is what we need: originality. And I like uh, the movie factor is Gosling and Seth Rogen can. After seeing his daughter's Kindle lying face down in the mud next to the squished lemon, 
Ryan took a picture and sent to Gregory saying, I shall be your kin. His story must be told. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, this movie, everybody went into it with a fun heart. Um, you know, there is there is an underlying story, which that's awesome. Great. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's how you teach people, through laughter. You don't have to force it down their throats, you know, with sadness and depression all the time. You can actually tell a story happy, funny, you know, um, and doesn't over... Uh, doesn't over slam the point. I mean, to be honest, was any of it wrong? Were they lying? No, 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 no. Like, like uh, when Barbie's roller skating down the freaking way and a guy comes up and smacks her on the ass. That's a very common thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it doesn't I, happen. Not, yeah. It's not something that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, uh, if you guys want a you know, fun time, you know, spark joy in your life, go see Barbie. It's, go see Barbie. It's a fantastic movie. It's it's go party. Uh, but again, I don't I don't want to talk about because I feel like there's so much things. The part of the joys is you know exploring this movie for yourself. But go right. on, please go see yeah, it. Yeah, definitely because um, there's certain parts like I even told my wife that like I love the Barbie movie so much. You go see I'm with not her. I'm gonna tell you. I'm not going to, huh? Go see it with her again. Yeah. I told her, I was like, if we had the time, man, okay, yeah, it's yeah. literally, yeah, yeah. we're, it, it's dude, it's, you know, my arm's just now getting better. <laughs> yeah. There's so much shit. I, like I got two months of shit. I'm behind on. Okay. Right, fine. Fine. Uh, you want to read some storylines? But anyway, some, um, yeah. yeah, well, I was in the middle of a point. Sorry. Stopped uh, okay. Interrupted. Okay. Mute. But, uh, yeah. But so anyway, I told my wife, I was like, Hey, look, I like this movie so much, and I think you'll enjoy this movie so much, I'm not going to tell you a single thing about it. Perfect. Yeah. Like, I go, it made me laugh. It made me cry. I had a good time. I left there. I like Barbie more than I thought I would like Barbie. Oh, do you want to show like, the picture of me in, in, the, in my wife? I sent it to you. Uh, no, it'll be 20 bucks. Fine. I don't have that. Okay, here it is. Okay. Here, right there. Right, that that is me. Yeah, that, is yeah, that me. was you as Barbie. Yeah. There you go. There, there you go. go. You as you you and your wife in the box. They didn't have one at the theater. I was yeah, at. Yeah, they had one screenland at the EMC. I was at, but uh, but with this is at Screenland, uh, my home away from home, guys. You guys because they can't see. Dude, was see, your see theater trashed? Wait, trashed? No, it was my theater. Like I went and seen Oberheimer. Uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. The the night before, and then I went and seen um. And I got done about one o'clock yeah, yeah, in the yeah. morning. Yeah. And um, then I went back for Barbie at noon the next day. <laughs> you was so tired, dude. Oh, dude. And um, the theater was trashed all the wow. both times because it was just packed. Okay. It was damn near packed. It was so. I mean, you know, how packed a Barbie movie. Yeah. On at eleven forty-five or noon yeah. on a freaking Tuesday. I was ridiculous. I was just like, "Wow!" I There's saw people like on each side of my double seats. I saw. Yeah, uh, like, I saw at uh, Screenland on Saturday night, uh, so it was packed to the brim. The people were great. It was festive. There, hey, guys, you go see this. Make sure you be story fit. Pink shirt, put it on. Let me know. Have on. Uh, I was. Oh, dude! I, I, I don't do that. Um, if you're in my area. Um, oh. because I oh, kept yeah. on calling them all Machine Gun Kelly fans. Oh, God. I was like, what's up with all the Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly fans? 
Oh, yeah, why well, Sun kills the Oppenheimer fans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Well, we guys, uh, Neil, you got quotes and we can go. Yeah, let's get, let's get it going. Since the little girl, for, since the first little girl existed, there were dolls. Because Barbie can be anything. Women can be anything. Uh, Midge, yeah, she was canceled because a pregnant doll is just a little weird. <laughs> Do you remember the Midge doll? Have you ever seen it? I've never seen the Midge doll. I, I, I think it was the one where the belly like slid open and there's a baby inside. Oh, that's and creepy. It was weird. Um, I will beat you off so much. <laughs> you don't even know how to beat yourself off. Oh, yeah. No one's beaching off anyone. <laughs> you ever think about dying? Yeah, that was hilarious. Every night is girls night. You're going to have to visit weird Barbie. <laughs> I don't have a vagina and he doesn't have a penis. I feel amazing because kids don't take things out on their dads. Yeah. Why didn't Barbie tell me about the pirate? <laughs> oh, the patriarchy. I'm a man with no power. Does that make me a woman? The real world is never perfect, and that's what makes it marvelous. I got a question. Do you like giant hands come and play with you? No, that's crazy. Here, every night is boys' night. You're either brainwashed or you're weird and alone. I was in a dream where I was obsessed with the Zack Snyder Justice League. I laughed so hard at that. I laughed so Dude, so much. I, laughed, so I, I thought of you. I really thought of you. When I learned that patriarchy wasn't about horses, I actually lost interest. I laughed so hard. I mean, there's so many times I laughed at this movie. Dude, nobody looks like Barbie except Barbie. All right. Uh, what is your score on this one? You're going to hate me because I'm probably going to be the opposite of you on this. Okay. I'm 4.5 on this. Okay. This, to me, is Anchorman. This, to me, is... Oh, it's a classic, right? It's Billy classic. Madison. This is... I can watch this after I watch this after I watched it. Do you want a sequel? I I don't know if I want a sequel. Yeah, I don't want a sequel. Because it'd be like... It, it's kind of like when... um Was it President Obama when he asked uh, Zach Galifianakis, if you think they only made one Hangover movie, that would be considered a comedy classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel with you. I don't think they should cheapen it with the second one, honestly. My score in this is 4.2. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was... I, I think it... It's... It's... I think more... So, I'm going to tell you this. I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Oppenheimer, but I think Oppenheimer is a bare main movie. I'll put it that way. No, which is, I, I totally understand that, yeah. but I'm going to disagree because there's no CGI in this movie either. And look at that. <laughs> God, I wanna live in that don't you want to live in that set? I want to live in that set. I, dude, I just want I don't because 
Uh, I don't know if you saw that fact. Oh, I oh, think yeah, it was yeah. the last fact like, I had. Yeah, everything's super yeah. short. Yeah. But Barbie is 23% larger than everything in Barbie land to mimic the disproportionate scale that Barbie's set are produced in. That's why Barbie appears too large, things like her car, and the ceilings are going to seem low in her dream house. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on RodTimails.com right now. What is the audience? Yeah, I'm not – I, 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 I'm just, I don't know. They bombed it. They freaking bombed it. They uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, even said, hey, dude, they screwed it up. But what so, do you think it is? Uh, if they bombed it, I'm going to say it's 55%. It's 86%. Nice. I so think they, they fought back. back. I think Yay. they fought it a little bit. Here's the audience says, clever, funny, and poignant. Barbie's an entertaining movie with a great overall message. Okay. Yeah, that's what, it. What's it the, has a great, great overall message. What's the credit score for Barbie? Uh, 83. 89%. Nice. Uh, Search out fresh critics and senses is Barbie is a visually dazzling comedy whose meta humor is smartly accompanied by subversive storytelling. Okay. I'm going to read a good review in it, but I'm going to read this. Yeah. 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 Pokemon Barbie. That's a, that's a new video game we need to play. <laughs> yeah. I want to play it. So here's a bad review of it. Right. Uh, it says, it says, uh, Bar- Barbie is a very hit movie with something to say. But the narrative leaves so little room for nuance and interpretation that you walk out with more questions than curiosities. That's from the Michael J. Casey of the Boulder Weekly. But here is a review from Victoria Luxford of BBC.com. It's funny and bright and uplifting. I think it has a lot to say about the modern world, both in terms of feminism or virginity equality. Ryan Gosling really goes all out. So, yeah, I want your horse you kingdom, yeah. Uh, Welcome to the Mojo Dojo cast the house. All right, man. I love that saying. That was just one of my favorite sayings. So go out oh, and see Barbie. Go out and see Barbie, guys. And Actually, go see both of them. Yeah, this yeah. one too. Someone even did the the Pink Floyd album. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go <laughs> out and see both movies. Uh, do... oh, oh wait, 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 wait. What does this one say? There we go. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because you know, yeah. got to give props to the. To... But, uh, yeah, go see both these movies. They were both great movies. Barbenheimer did not um, did not uh, disappoint. And make sure to go to our store to buy the I Survived Barbenheimer. <laughs> yeah, Neil, Neil really pushed it. T-shirt. It's, a... it's great. It's, it's, it's black. You can get black, you can pink, blue. There's all these different colors. Not just the black is what's there. You got a total of so many. And, and you can look cool at your next pool party. You know, by the when way, you go I down and do some beaching. By the way, when we were mentioning um, Nolan's films, we forgot to mention Inception. No, you did. Uh, okay, sorry. You, you you announced all of them. You also forgot another one, too. Uh, not Inception, uh, The Following. Prestige. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. Those are both the movies. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, go watch Barbie Heimer. Go experience Barbie Heimer, please. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Me and Neil weren't. Uh, I think that's it. You good? That's it. Let's get out of here for the day, bro. Oh, yeah, sorry. You can find us all on MoviesOnSuck.net. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MoviesOnSuckPodcast. We're at W2Mnet.com. Uh, uh, W2M is a MoviesNet.com. Go there. You'll find our podcast along with a bunch of others. Go to Facebook. Uh, I said Facebook. Twitter, MTS Podcast. Instagram, MTS Podcast. Patreon.com slash MoviesOnSuck. We're also on Bonfire. Search MoviesOnSuck. And some of you will find that Barbie Diamond shirt along with... Uh, our beautiful logo shirts. You guys can 
Lots of options there. There's pictures of our pictures of us naked holding each other in a gay embrace. Yeah, dude, that's just selling that DVD. Never mind. Uh, also, um, and uh, if you guys, where'd you find podcast? Oh, yeah, I also mentioned go uh, listen to Cool Kegs on Tap on Spotify. They were cool guys, and um, we'll to talk to them soon. And uh, yeah, it, it, where you find podcasts and my moves don't suck, and something to do. Neil, what are your small businesses? Small business, you got one, let us know. We'll sit there, we'll promote you. We'll promote the fuck out of you. Yeah, you know why? Because we like promoting local. We like promoting people that make the world go around. So, hey, let us know. Message us. Uh, email us. Uh, tattoo it on Chris's ass. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Let us know how you want to be represented right here on our podcast. We'll be more than happy to get you out to our thousands of listeners and our millions of yeah, followers. We're easy to find. So. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And it doesn't matter what nuclear war you described. Remember, if you're all wrapped in plastic, it's still fantastic. Have a good night. <laughs>